I was wondering when you were going to join. I had to get ready. I had to go potty. Oh, me too. (laughs) We're old ladies now. We got to go to a baño. So is your phone on silence and do not disturb? No. Do it. Forgot about that. I want your kids calling in. (laughs) This is you time. Yes, this is me time. That's right, <laughs> bitches. Okay, all right, I'm ready. Are you uh, sitting in a quiet zone <laughs> with my thing held up and to my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what are you? Why are you laughing? What are you laughing about? Because you, you know everything. That I, I don't know what you're gonna say. But wait, I have a new one. Are you done, damn eating and drinking? <laughs> right i am i'm filled up for an hour i do not have to eat nor drink for it i might not i'm chomping on my eyes you're like what are you doing yeah uh drinking you can't do that (laughs) no these damn directors yeah it's hard to edit edit that out so i thought a funny story that includes both of us is what we discussed this week about the show that we were going to audition for because <laughs> yeah. i was like i don't remember any of that was it the greatest race no we- okay well okay clearly you don't you don't even remember <laughs> the name of the show when i brought this memory up to you i just brought it up out of nowhere it's like <laughs> these things enter my head and then i say right. hey remember this yeah going back down memory lane there was this show called amazing race the concept of the show was you have teams of two and it's usually like their friends, brothers, sisters, dad and mom, whatever. They jet set all over the world doing these tasks to go to the next round and whoever gets there first, you know, you don't want to be the last to arrive. I loved this show. <laughs> so I went to you and I said, hey, let's audition for the show. Okay, and the year is, we figured out, was like 2002? 2001 or 2002. Okay. I kind of feel like it was 2001. Okay. Because I remember where I was living at the time. I get the applications. Then there's also this video audition part. You were in another state. I was up here in D.C. You were in Florida. So we couldn't be in the video at the same time. So I said, we're just going to have to shoot it separately, but I'll put it together on one video. You started it off. You had the VHS tape. Wow. VHS tape? Yeah, it was 2001. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to be digital by that point. Okay. Wow. That's so so weird. That's funny. (laughs) The concept that I came up with was that we were going to have like a gimmick versus just kind of naturally being ourselves. But it was (laughs) in a way naturally being ourselves, but to an extreme. I told you be really goofy and crazy and (laughs) like all over the place. And I believe you even had a feather boa. Oh, I remember having a feather boa. Okay. That makes sense. Do you remember it being pink? Yeah. Okay. You were dancing around with like this feather boa <laughs> being crazy. And then mine was that I was super serious to like an extreme where I just had no emotion and no expressions on my face. And I was sitting down in a library in a suit. Oh, oh my That's so <laughs> funny. I was just saying things like, yes, I'm very excited to be here. This would be great. I would be so happy. So <laughs> That was our thing. You recorded it then, sent it to me, and I recorded it. 
I need to find this VHS tape. We need to find it. But yeah, but it did not get sent in, correct? So we it didn't get sent in at all. We ended up never applying because yeah. my ex did not want me to do it. <laughs> and I he said I, no. Yeah. And he said no. And I yeah. got pregnant, I think. I was like trying to get pregnant for like two years with my first kid. And that's around the time I got pregnant. So it wouldn't have worked out anyway. Yeah, I guess not. Because okay, who knows when they would have recorded, right? You would have been probably full blown pregnant at that yeah, point. Yeah. And I don't want to be trouncing around pregnant. It's just no fun. I don't think they would have even considered you for the show. It wouldn't have been safe. You and I had a version of our own amazing race a couple of years ago when I lived in Charleston. We were on, you and I were on the back of a golf cart and I stuck my phone in my jacket pocket. However, the road was really bumpy and bouncy and whoop, out went my phone, except I had no idea until we arrived. And then I'm checking my pockets and it's missing. So you and I go running down the street trying to backtrack and it was over, I think it was like a mile and a half. I had location services on you. Yes, which we remembered. Uh, yeah, it dawned on me. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I had location services on you. We found the general area, but we looked and looked. And finally, it was just on some ledge. Like somebody had picked it up out of the street and put it on this little ledge, right? Yes. It was not in a place that anyone would really notice it. But leading up to us finding it. So here's the deal. Your phone was down to like 16% battery. <laughs> So the pressure was on, plus it was starting to get dark. Yeah. It was getting You, you remember so many little fine new yeah. details. I remember crap. I'm like, oh, yeah. And, so, and then we found it. You're like, Wait, yeah. Okay, that's a boring story. story. <laughs> you got to tell the rest of the story. So as we're like very fast walking, all I'm thinking in my head is, please, God, I hope somebody honest found it. Mm. because I don't lock my phone. I know this is so oh. crazy for as private as I am. I actually yeah. don't put a passcode on my phone. So wow. It, and mine's find- got like double, like three different <laughs> identifications, put my blood in it. And I don't care. I can, I'll tell anybody my whole life. Facial story. recognition. Facial re- yeah. Thumbprint, you know, DNA. Oh, gosh. Yeah. What are you hiding besides yeah, well. pictures of you with like a wine glass? Like, that's <laughs> about it. That's about it. As we're speed walking, there are these bike peddler guys. It's a a little cab, a pedicab. Right. A guy bikes at the front and he can carry two people. I wave him down and then he comes and pulls over and we jump in. Well, as we're moving along, I'm thinking, gosh, this guy is so freaking slow. What's the deal? (laughs) Because we even said like, hey, can you get us there as fast as you can? And then I thought, we cannot be that heavy. Right. The kind of people I've seen get on these pedicabs yeah, are no, one person is like both our weights combined. No, I so, know. So I was like, it can't be that. Like, do I need to lose some more weight? Like, <laughs> why is he going so slow? And then he pulls over. He has a flat tire. <gasps> That's right. The dirt bag, like, I'm like, the dirt bag. The guy charged us the full rate, but I was oh. like, L, you stay. Can, do you have money? I'll Venmo, whatever. You were like, yeah, I got oh. money. And I went on. So then you pay him, and then you're behind me running. <laughs> Except you can't run in your shoes. shoes. You have some sandals on. You can't run them. You literally take your shoes off, and you start running barefoot. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. I mean, this wasn't even that long ago. Like, I'm brain dead. I remember. All right, you seriously need to detox. So, (laughs) 
And it's getting more crowded and crowded because now it's getting pretty much dark. I'm looking at your phone. I'm checking in the street. It's getting really packed, really busy. Traffic. It's dark now. I can't find it. Is this thing really accurate? This find your location or sharing your location? Right. And you said, yes, yes, it worked. I was like, okay, here, I cannot... I think we went around in circles. Like we, we did. Really- we were literally walking around in circles. It's not giving us a proper signal. Right. Meanwhile, your battery is like down yeah. to now probably 10%. And I'm thinking we're screwed. If my phone dies or gets run over one more time, right? then it won't find me. And then your phone is dead. And I just said, all right, I'm just going to start slowly scanning everything in this one area. And then I found it. It was amazing. I th- we were so happy because I mean, iPhones ain't cheap. I mean, it was trashed. I had to get a new phone, but oh. the crazy thing is, it actually worked perfectly. But it was clearly run over, right? And the c- screen was cracked like you wouldn't believe. I had right. to put it in a Ziploc bag to operate because I kept cutting my fingers. Jeez, ew, ooh, that sounds awful. <laughs> so we finally sit down. We're exhausted, and I go, "I got a headache," and you go. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> that was that was our amazing race. Oh, there we go. So we just lived it 10 years later. Do you want to get into our topic for today? Yeah, sure. So, Today's podcast, Growing Up in the 80s. That is so different from now. It's unbelievable. And some of it's kind of funny. Cars, seatbelts. There were none, right? <laughs> there were lap belts. Okay. Yeah, but nobody so, put them on. Yes, true. And your childhood was different (laughs) than mine. You're lucky, you know, you're alive. My mom, as she listens to this, we go back and forth about this, but my parents were divorced and I started riding the Greyhound bus by myself (laughs) at six years old. Six. (laughs) She's like, it was two weeks before you turned seven. Oh my big difference, mom. Love (laughs) you. But on a freaking gray, she would never put her grandchildren. Are you kidding? She would stab her eyes out before she did that. I mean, that's insane. What could go wrong? What could happen? FYI, yeah. folks, the Greyhound today isn't much <laughs> different from the Greyhound in the no, 80s. No, it's sketch. I mean, as you can imagine. <laughs> so I'm a very independent, I can handle myself yeah. kind of girl. But I was like traumatized. I it was Absolutely. In, and this isn't just like an Omaha. This is going from Orange County to downtown Los Angeles. And the Greyhound bus station is in Skid Row. Okay, I have a question though, because <laughs> is this I wonder like does Wait. everyone that grew up in the 80s, I don't <laughs> think they had our childhood either. So that's another perspective. Right now everybody's helicopter parents and super protective. Yeah. And have, but you can't do crap, right? Back yeah. then it was like parents get out of care. Get the get the bleep out of here. I don't want to see you till the sun goes down. <laughs> till the street lights turn on if you even had a street that had lights on. yeah and go get a job and go get the groceries <laughs> okay. and we coddle our kids now and they back then no there was right no, there were no awards for participation okay it was <laughs> oh my gosh yeah if you weren't in for second or third you didn't get shit so, <laughs> so, so we're from generation x we have parents that were true baby boomers, right? right and right. so their mindset and who knows what else, very different. <laughs> um, 
And one of the main things is, yeah, it just seemed like parents didn't care. At least the parents I was around, <laughs> the schools I went to, the neighborhoods I lived in. Yeah, every was- kid was a latchkey kid. <laughs> Nobody yeah. had mom to open the door or to pick you up from school. Oh yeah, what was that? Only like the uber rich kids. Not even maybe not even the rich kids. Actually, mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody got driven to school. We all walked our ass to school. Right. I was a latchkey kid for a while. They were pretty good about at least having me a babysitter. Yeah. Oh, you actually had a babysitter. So one of the things <laughs> I remember, I'm in elementary school. I would walk. This is so nuts. <laughs> okay. It was wow. in Tampa. And I mileage this when I came back as an adult. I was like, legit, wow. how far did I walk to this bus stop? I wasn't in the school district, so that's mm-hmm. the thing. It was to go to a better school. That's why. Right. So I mileaged it. It was 1.2 miles, and I walked that every morning and afternoon wow. to go to this bus stop, and I would leave so early in the morning. Like, my mom wasn't even awake yet, and it was still kind of dark out. You'd be kidnapped these days. Like You'd, you'd be- so be kidnapped because if I told you, it was like Fletcher Avenue Oh, in Tampa. my God. And you're like third grade? Yeah, I was a cute so, kid too. So the bus, do you mean a school bus or a city uh, bus? School bus. Okay. Because I, for a while, I did have to do the city bus, but this was my sophomore year. I went to four different high schools in four years, so for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I had to walk to the city bus and ride the city bus. Speaking of city buses, though, now I'm in seventh grade. So what, you're 12, right, when you're in seventh mm-hmm. grade? So both my sixth and seventh grade schools were literally in the ghetto. And wow. if I missed my school bus, because a lot of times we were without a car, we just didn't have one. We went right. years without a car. We took the bus everywhere. I remember taking the city bus down to the ghetto. It wouldn't even go to the school. So I had to walk <laughs> down next to the projects. That's just the way it was. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, is ghetto a bad term now? I'm just curious. I just thought about that. I was like, wait, is that like a bad term? We don't need to be PC. We're good. We had this big riot that happened in seventh grade. Very scary. Yeah. Jeez. M is kind of private. And even with me, who's her bestie, I mean, she tells me pretty much anything, but these little details of her childhood, because it was kind of traumatizing, come out over time. And you've shared some stuff. Yeah. I mean, not that that's like the most traumatizing thing I've ever heard, but I mean, no, it's, that's like nothing, but that's the norm. I mean, sorry, that's not the total norm for everybody, but I think you're right in that a lot of kids were latchkey kids and you're right when i said i had a babysitter it was literally like you know first through third grade or something like <laughs> other than that and that, before and I, you hit double digits in age yeah 10 back then 10 year, yeah back then 10 year olds if they could dial 911 they could babysit nowadays you can't leave a 10 year old you probably go to jail <laughs> Yeah, when I was 10, my mom bought the summer bus pass and had me running all her errands. I had to make transfers. I was so scared. I don't know what the hell I was doing. (laughs) Oh, that's what age were you doing bus transfers? At 10 years old. 10. Jeez, can you imagine my 10 year old? And it's like, pay this bill and pay this bill. Go down to the electric company and pay this bill. Exactly, because it's going to be shut off tomorrow. It's going to be if we don't pay it by 3 p.m. today. Get and there the was bus. no calling on the phone. 
And I should preface this with saying I grew up really, really poor. I had a very different mm-hmm. life than I do now. And yeah. a lot of people, they see me now as an adult. I think the conclusion they come to is I had like a very privileged, posh, princess Well, because you life. hold yourself. I don't know what the word. I think you're classy. But classy. Yeah, you're classy. You got J. Crew pajamas. Yeah. So, <laughs> and style is really nice. Like, it's very classic. And you drive a really nice car and you have nice jewelry. And yeah, yeah you would I never do now. Know. I don't know anyone that was poorer than me, truthfully. Uh-huh. Right. So, you were the poorest one. Yeah. I was the poorest one. And I rode the school bus. Until I graduated 12th grade, free lunch throughout my entire school year wow. or school. I think everybody years. gets free lunch now because it's all wokey. Public schools, free lunch for everybody. I think that's fine. Free lunch was the case for everybody up until I believe it was like sixth grade. Okay. And then they started charging students for lunch. But up until then, where I grew up in Florida, everybody was getting free lunch. It was just included. It's fine. I mean, if I feel like some of these kids, poor things, that's your only time to eat. And that's exactly my case. Yeah. You know, I would go to school, I would eat the breakfast there, I would eat the lunch there. And that's was really true. And then, of course, your other things. Oh, man. I don't know. I was like kind of weird to share all this because I literally never talk about it. Most people have no idea about my childhood. Right. I'm glad you're sharing it. Um, It's relatable. Not everybody was in a middle class or upper class some people were in poverty right we lived in section eight housing food stamps were you government cheese can i ask was there other white kids or was it mostly black or minorities in your housing areas oh in the residential area i would say it was white and black maybe some hispanic in there was there a crime and stuff that you witnessed and or had to deal with or you know the traditional things you hear about or the stereotypical things you hear about project housing. Actually, we weren't in the projects. Okay, got it. Okay. That's yeah, that was one thing my mom always tried to do was put us in a a decent area that would allow for section 8 uh-huh. housing because not every apartment takes it. Okay. Oh, I get it. You're limited, but you don't have to live in the ghetto or whatever. Right. Okay. For sure there were things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty personal, but yes, yeah. there was definitely some crime that happened where we lived right and we talked about my greyhound traumatic experience they eventually did put me on the train but it wasn't until i was around 15 so age Mm -hmm. 7 to 15 i was riding the bus and it was scary as hell and awful my mom always said they put me on the bus which they did and then my dad was supposed to literally take me off the bus well that's not what happened okay i would get there he'd be late I would be in the terminal and I would be in tears every time. I honestly only remember a couple of scary incidences. I literally was in Skid Row in Los Angeles. That's like a, a several block hoarded off area that cops don't even go into. It's a weird situation down there. So we've touched on things like seatbelts and that was like the yeah. that was my mom's arm. We've all experienced that. Like, <laughs> like that Jenny, works. My seat in my grandparents' Granada was the armrest that folded down because they had bench seats, you know, back in the yes. day. And it was the armrest. And, and then my head was literally a millimeter away from the windshield. windshield. And we'd be barreling down the freeway at 80 <laughs> miles per hour with our grandchild. <laughs> literally like, 
I mean, could you imagine be projectile on that five? <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I know. We, like seriously, I when I say growing up, it's more like we survived. Survived. It. Yeah. And what about the playgrounds? You want to talk about the Hunger Games? <laughs> you know that spinny thing that you threw up in, or you got a head concussion <laughs> that had no that had no <laughs> speed governor on it at all. God. And the boys would make that thing go Mach five. And you're like hanging on for freaking dear life. Yeah. Back in the day and those metal slides. Oh, and oh the, the metal slides would burn your skin. Other kids have these nasty ass swing sets. Do you remember like friends having those? And they're all rusted out and they would create. The they were ground. never in the ground. <laughs> like they would be coming out of the ground as you're swinging. Yeah. And you way. don't know if you're going to make it back on your Well, back you don't swing. even think it, but you don't even think about it. I mean, nowadays, somebody would be sent to your house to check on you if you Oh, my goodness. You. For sure. A- Child Protective Services <laughs> would be all over. So what did... Us. So back in the day, what did Children Protective Services even do? Because... They didn't I mean, do you- crap. Because clearly, what worse <laughs> did we have to go through? <laughs> it was just so prevalent that that was okay. Yeah, no. You know, they no one even bat an eye that a six year old is on a Greyhound bus. <laughs> like, good grief. Today, you see a kid, you'd be like, God, I'm scared. Okay. For this All right, child. I have one quick story and I'll make it fast. It's so funny. So, I'm in my Publix in my neighborhood, and, and there's literally like a five year old comes rolling by himself, like walking <laughs> by me, no parents around, nothing. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of let my kid free range there because it's a neighborhood, but not my five year old. Okay. And I'm like, can I help you? And he's like, I can't find my grandma. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I go up front and I find grandma. And then what grandma says to him, she's like, you didn't get the milk. <laughs> that would be like my mom. <laughs> I looked at her like she had five heads. You broke down crying and you didn't bring the milk. <laughs> I mean, my dad and my stepmom, I go to there every other weekend on the Greyhound. And then when I would get there, Susan would send me down the street to get, I don't know, cigarettes Clarify or who Susan is. My stepmom would cl- make me walk down the street to the Jiffy, like at seven, and buy like cigarettes and milk <laughs> and stuff. I mean, you could do that back in the 80s. You could bring you buy cigarettes. And- you could buy cigarettes. You could buy alcohol. <laughs> you could buy lotto tickets. Like, they just didn't gear, you know? They were like, yeah, it's so fine here. Yeah, it, that's insane. That's insane. And then, you know, we only had 13 channels, not even a remote. Like, remember the day you got a remote? You're like, oh, that was like a big deal. I was like shooting it like pew, pew. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was the remote control. I grew up in Orange County, which is sub, I don't know what you call it, but anyways, it's south of LA. And that's where all the good beaches were in California. But the beaches are almost like Hawaii's. Like they're like mm-hmm. eight, 10 feet and it's cold and it's dangerous. And I grew up going in that ocean and now I live on the Atlantic side and it's like a lake out there and it's warm water. So when I take my kids when they were little, I mean, there's no way in hell I would let them in that ocean. (laughs) They would not survive. Like, and I'm out there. Yeah. Look how strong you are. I know. And my kids are, I know. So we're dealing with some things. My son is super independent. He can handle himself anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, The younger one to it's the middle one but we're working on it just put her on a greyhound bus I <laughs> break her in man you like uh, it's time you didn't really have a car but but actually i taught you to drive a stick shift but most of us learned how to drive a stick shift and parallel park when we were 16 yeah uh, 
Did you take driver's ed? That's what I took. The day I came with my license, I got home with my license fresh off the press and don't know how to drive a stick very well when you first get your license. You're all excited. Right. So I, I barely knew. And they let me go. I stalled out. You know, so got, no one taught you how you just figured no, it out from did. watching. No, or... friends let me drive before I was supposed to. Like okay. I had, I had when I was a freshman, I had friends that were juniors, the boys, and they let me drive their stick shifts, mm, and that's how I, I they learned. Did. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how I learned. I think it's kind of cute that I taught you. It is because I already knew how to drive, but this is specifically like a stick shift. No, a stick shift on my husband's car. On your husband's car. I guess you were dating at the time. Yeah, we were dating. We kept it all hush hush though. Right. I want to tell. But I didn't grind the gears. You were a great instructor. And you picked right up on it as I recall. I'm very coachable. And do you want to touch on the schools? We had no internet or computers and we had those freaking ass what was a Dewey Decimal System in the library? <laughs> For the library, yeah. The, how you looked up and put away books. I asked my kids if they have that. Oh, I heard of it. How do they organize I think books they just, in the library now? They just go online. But when you are looking the book up for the shelf, that still must be the Dewey Decimal System. You know what? It must be. I, it's just no card catalog. No card catalog. I don't know if anybody knows. I'm so bad. I was not one of those moms that was good that took their kids to the library. I think I did it like once. <laughs> I know. That's horrible. Come on. That's, don't beat yourself up over that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. And then the stupid, horrible Encyclopedia Britannicas that we couldn't afford it. Like they were no, expensive. You get those at the library, at your school's library. Well, no, my grandparents had a set, but they Ooh. would only have like A through J, you know, <laughs> you know, never food. If, you, if you need to look up zebras, like, no, I'm not doing a report on zebras. <laughs> Yeah, what's A through J? Jackals. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So there were these magazines, and the ones I remember were Bop, 16, Teen Beat, and then Tiger Beat. Do you remember? I just remember Teen Magazine. So that must be Teen Beat. I I just remember Teen Magazine. Yeah, I think there was just maybe Teen Magazine. But those were the magazines I remember. People would have it at school. Not me. I couldn't afford it. No, you could so, afford it. Right. I got so, a subscription of teen for like Christmas and I just thought I was the shit. <laughs> so, so they always had these magazines typically for girls. So they had all the boys on there. <laughs> oh, so right. who, who was your first celebrity crush? Who Michael J. The- Fox. Yes. He's like too. four foot 11, four foot 11, you know? I mean, he's not a heartthrob. I mean, he's if you think cute. about yeah, but he was, yeah, he looked like a little Wall Street guy or something. Because that we was lo- his whole thing when he was on Family Ties. I liked him and developed a crush after I saw Back to the Future. I was yeah. totally crushing on him. Oh, and by the way, I have a second cousin that was his body double. <gasps> there was one time in the opening scene where he turns the volume up on a speaker and blows them up. And like, oh, that's yeah. my cousin. Yeah. And so of course I had to tell all my friends. That's that really Michael- cool. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. And then a little bit of Michael Jackson, which is interesting because he's mm. black, you know, <laughs> not that, I mean, I mean, I, the way you say that he's black. It just shows I did not grow up with racism. Probably. I'm going to guess it was his thriller album. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He had that red leather jacket. Yes. Real quick, on Michael J. Fox and Family Ties, he was a staunch Republican. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even think about it. That's why he was always, like, professional, (laughs) and he had suits, and he was always talking about 
<laughs> Ronald Reagan and his parents were hippies. That's so, right. Yeah. So the 80s shows, as a parent, I want to show my kids all these great movies that I grew up with. 99.9% of them I had to turn off because yes. they were really inappropriate. <laughs> yes. I tried to show my kids gremlins. They were traumatized. <gasps> That's a really scary one. But I don't remember it being scary. I but, do. Okay. Kids are like, I mean, they don't trust me. Breakfast Club, I try to show them Breakfast Club. What are you doing that's filled with expletives? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> but I watched it at 13 and was great, or 12. I want, grew up watching Three's Company. That was like Jack trying to score with everything that walked and... <laughs> I mean, that's what we grew up with. But yeah, You're it's right. interesting. And they were all PG. So this is weird, though, because I feel like movies are more racier now. Why does it seem uh, that way? No, they were worse in the 80s. They were I'm, worse in the 80s. Yeah. Well, they were definitely, you know, a lot of sexism. TV I, shows. I rewatched. Yeah. Old school Twilight Zone. Now I know that's Ooh. not the 80s. Okay. Right. That's some misogynistic. <laughs> And I don't use that term, yeah. but it was just like, what the heck? <laughs> and when you're watching it in the 80s, you're like, yeah, this is so good. <laughs> well, some of them have wokey disclaimers now in front of it. You mm. know, this is the, the times. I'm surprised. They probably have even stopped doing that and they just don't air it anymore. But like like Popeye. Try to show my kids Popeye. Uh -huh. and they had this freaking disclaimer. Because they literally had like blackface in there. They had derogatory racist comments. Oh, wow. So they like put a disclaimer out front that this was of the times. I mean, I didn't even notice it back then. I don't think Yeah, well, I guess them. we don't. Yeah, that's one thing is I don't think we noticed it at all. Yeah. yeah. So who other, what other heartthrobs? Because a big one for me was River Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. I didn't remember you know, him. Yeah. It's interesting because like, to this day, I don't really get crushes on celebrities. And so I didn't back then either. The teen magazine came with Michael J. Fox's. He was like, it was supposed to be torn out. It was like an insert you could tear yes. out. And I just tore it out and put it on my wall. Yeah, I had one of him too. I took mine from the school's library magazine. <laughs> and I remember this is probably the most daring thing I ever done crime wise. And meanwhile, I shoplifted makeup in middle school. Are you serious? From like a CVS? From like, oh, thrifties. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a CVS. You would have liked it because it was CVS. That seventh grade year was my hellion year. Oh, I think seventh grade is like the worst that people are. The worst that, of humanity. I'm yeah, dealing with it right now. Yeah, there's something about seventh grade. They're just like the jerkiest jerks. Oh, they're the like, awful. Yeah, my yeah. son was awful. Sixth through eighth grade. Just a living nightmare. In trouble all the time. Just some quick TV shows. What were some of your favorites? <laughs> I enjoyed Family Ties. We mentioned that. Right. And there's like the Jeffersons, Different and Strokes, Facts of Life. Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons. Who did you have a crush on? Ricky Schroeder or Jason Bateman? I think I like Ricky Schroeder, which is kind of unusual because he's a blonde. Right. But I go for the nice ones. Not the bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Jason Bateman has an amazing career. I know. So, now I have a crush on Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah, he's hot. I love him yeah. in Ozark. I mean, he's, yeah. in, so, he's in everything, right? Men just get better with age. Women do too, by the way. And mm, Okay. I, okay, Knight Rider. That's oh. classic 80s. Oh my gosh. Totally kit. That was great. And yeah, Magnum P.I. And that's incredible. Star Search. 
It's funny because these elf? shows are very adult. Alf, not elf, alf. Elf. You said elf, or did okay. you? Maybe not. Okay, I don't know. Elf. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because the alf is a kid's show-ish, but a lot mm. of these shows, they weren't for us. I mean, they weren't geared towards kids or geared towards adults, but they didn't like have kid teeny bopper crap that I remember. Was there any teeny bopper shows? Probably like Saved by the Bell. Oh, Although that was like right. a morning show. Yeah. And that was nineties. Yeah, boss. It was family shows. Family so whole, shows. Shows they that the whole of... family could watch. Right. Because there's shows that I can't stomach. I'm not gonna sit through that. That's a kid show, like a teeny bopper crap. Like oh, we tried right. to... I can't think of any shows that were like that that were in the evening. There's a ton of it. It's like it's for soap operas for teen girls. There's okay. so many shows. Did you ever see the show V? Yeah. This, okay. When it came on, my mom put me in my room and she was like, <laughs> you can't watch this while her and my brother were out in the living room <laughs> watching it. And I wanted to watch it. She was like, you cannot watch this. I ended up watching it later on. The theme of V, the storyline, is that there are these lizard aliens. Right. Our last aliens. show, yeah, we talked about aliens, and one of the things is that there's kind of this conspiracy that there are lizard people. <laughs> See, I told you, and Hollywood's privy to this stuff. So, so, what's going on there? I remember being home alone, like super little, just home alone. You're not allowed to watch TV while we're gone, right? You know, of course, I flip the TV. Whatever, on. you turn that thing on, <laughs> and then as soon as you hear them come in, there's still a glow from the TV. <laughs> And it's hot. The TVs were so hot. Growing up, my grandparents had this, you know, the big old ass TV that's furniture. And it would always like start to go wavy and staticky. Yeah. And they're like, go give the TV a whack. <laughs> I go, go, wham. And it would fix it for like five minutes. And then you have to go back and whack it again. Now let's move to movies. I thought about a few that I really liked and that to this day, I think are really good. The movies were just better in the 80s, honestly, than now. I mean, there's some good ones now. Just the music was better. The TV was better. The movies were better. Is it just yeah. because we're so in love with the 80s? Because mm. some of the movies were terrible. Right. Here are the ones that I thought were really good and that I remember. Okay, so Goonies. Yes, Ghostbusters. I ended yeah. up having a crush on Bill Murray because if you're funny, I'm going to fall in love with you. They show that every five minutes. Classic. Yeah, Ghostbusters. And then there is Vacation, the first oh, one. We just watched that. I just watched hysterical. E. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, and E.T. You bring up E.T. But what I notice is when I think of the 80s, everything's comedy because that's how I am. And that's if you're you, still that way. You're still and I'm that still way. that way. Anytime you ask me what kind of movie do you want to watch, I will just come back and say something funny. I don't ever <laughs> vary from that. The sidebar about M is that pretty much everybody told her she should do stand-up comedy and you've yeah. come up with some stuff and it's not that bad. I mean, it's kind of funny and you like to go to comedy shows. Yeah, I love comedy. I go to comedy shows. I watch stand-up. I kind of study it. I just absolutely love it. You know? And the funny thing is like when we had that episode, you don't listen to anything in the car. And I'm like, I remember on our road trips, you will put on the comedy channel. Yeah. I'll go, you want to listen to funny haha? It is funny. I love it. And That's what after, I call it. Funny haha. Funny haha. I like watching funny stuff with you. I don't really gravitate towards funny stuff. So another movie that I think is great is Weird Science. Oh, yeah. Some and rest in peace, Chet, Bill Paxton. Oh, you and I, Bill Paxton. Yeah, you and I liked Weird Science, I think, because we like Chet, because there was that guy that lived in our apartment building that drove that car that looked like Chet's car, and we kept saying the Chet <laughs> yes. car. 
Remember, I can't yeah. remember anything, but I remember Chet's car. Right. Or, and we my, named him Chet. We named him Chet. <laughs> and then, see, you do remember. I do and, remember. And so I used to always repeat the line of, how would you like a nice, greasy pork <laughs> so sandwich in a, in a dirty, dirty ashtray? Ash oh, Bill Paxton, he's a brilliant actor and God rest his soul. I loved him in Aliens. We're all going to die, man. <laughs> like, he's a whiny, funny guy. He's so That's a great movie. I Alien. know. I'm, I was actually bummed when I heard that he passed away. So you're talking about, oh, I watched comedy when I was a kid. You ask me what my favorite TV and movies. It's like E.T., Aliens. Like you see a theme. <gasps> yeah, I'm seeing a theme. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then your books back in the day, like we went through mine. I hadn't looked at it in 20, 30 years. And the things they wrote in it, it was like who I am today. It's like, you're so nice. And you made friends with me. And you're the same person. You're just older. Core personality is the same. All right, one last movie, and I have to bring this one up because you and I used to watch it whenever we get oh, together, right. which is Better Off Dead yeah. with John oh. Cusack in it. Lane Wright. Is that one Asian guy next to him? like Lane Meyer. Lane Meyer. So back up for the people that don't know Better Off Dead. Just rent it. It's funny. It's Dude, should quirky. they rent it from it's Blockbuster? Weird. Yeah, rent it from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your membership card. <laughs> Get a VHS. Version. By the way, I think there's a one blockbuster in the United States left, something like that. Like it's in like Oregon. That's somewhere. almost like a museum then. But <laughs> anyway, so the storyline is is that this guy, it's just a high school movie, except it's very, very quirky. So you've got John Cusack and he's got a younger brother and a mom and dad. And he lives across the street from this mother and son, and they get a foreign exchange student from France. That he's got the hots for. That he ends up getting the hots for. Oh, right. He's in love with his ex-girlfriend who broke up with him. Who's right. hating, dating like the school jock. The storyline is just like <laughs> kind of their crazy life and getting together ultimately him and the French student. I ruin it. Okay. Spoiler alert. That's what happens at the end. <laughs> but throughout, it's just the craziest thing. And you've definitely, I feel like some of the lines that are famous for it, like $2. Yeah. I the paper boy. $2 is the paper boy. Or the mother that lives uh, across the street is trying to talk to the French exchange student. Yeah. yeah. And it's Christmas. And she's like, That's do you that. have Christmas? Do you have Christmas in France? Christmas. Smash. Hey, you sound so, just like her. All right. So anyway, that movie I still love to this day. And I feel like the next time we get together, we should watch it. We need it. to watch it. Now I want to watch it because like John Cusack needs to ski. Don't they call it K2 or something? It's like the K-12. K-12. He's got to ski K-12 and it's just hysterical. The jocks were skiing. That's how he had to win his girlfriend back, his ex-girlfriend, <laughs> was to ski the K-12 and beat the most popular guy in school. My favorite one was John Cusack's mom, who's a total nerd, whatever mom. Yeah, and, she's a weird lady. And she's trying to make this food and it's like this grain mold <laughs> and it slides off John Cusack's plate. And like inches over, and he just like takes on a life, and it this slithers off. And this, yeah, and the brother is quietly <laughs> building spaceship rockets oh, and stuff. Right. It's the most bizarre movie. <laughs> and also, by the way, when you think about it objectively, you're like, this is some pretty heady stuff because actually, mm. John Cusack goes through this suicide phase oh, and he keeps right. trying to kill himself and so you're the like, girlfriend broke up with him how yeah. is this funny yeah but it, it is, is hysterical but it is but it's funny all right so all right we're done we with movies yeah we gotta wrap this up wrap it up fashion why not 
I feel like we've circled back to that. The fashion thing was you and me were in this, well, you're in the worst boat than me, but I didn't get any of the cool stuff. I no. mean, because it was expensive, I would beg and beg and beg and I would get it at the school year and I'd have one item. And then I would try to go into my mom's closet and try to put like thinking she had stuff that was like cool. <laughs> your mom's yeah but But in a way that saved you because i look at my 80s pictures and they're not that bad they look pretty right because you're wearing that now like it's like the best that the thrift store can provide and you were yeah hand-me-downs galore i just wore regular clothes but i mean i did have jelly shoes of course i had one pair of jelly shoes and i had these like kind of leathery nice leather but then they had fringe on them of course you had anything fluorescent Oh, right. Neon. 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 Did yeah. you, how far did you tease your hair when you? Oh, like... no. Yeah, I could do that. The Aquanet and I was killing the ozone. <laughs> I was definitely killing the ozone. I mean, I went to school, but I was in the back row spraying my hair with Aquanet. And then my friend brought in a curling iron that you could put a battery in and we just freaking curl our hair and spray it with Aquanet. <laughs> and then I had a makeup compact, open that bad boy up put on the purple and the blue you are a movie i was just a loser i don't really see you doing big bangs but did you no no closest i got was (laughs) maybe a little bit of feathering i remember my stepmom saying to me she's like you know one day you're not going to need all that hairspray and i looked at her like she had four heads i'm like (laughs) how would you possibly do your hair then you would hold up the bangs right then you would spray it and then you get the blow dryer and put it on low and go Oh, is that, and okay. Then, and yeah. the, then you would crust it and you would tease it. And then you had bangs that stuck straight up. So was, I didn't have bangs. The only, except maybe right at my end of my senior year, <laughs> that's when I sort of had bangs. And then I had my friend do my hair and then she teased it for my senior pictures. Now I have a lot of hair. It doesn't look like I do, but I do. And man, and it's curly. So I would dump my head over, blow dry it, and it'd just be this big poofy thing. And then I would curl it and tease it and spray it. And the thing was a a ball of friggin' A. <laughs> you gotta send me some pictures. And I don't have any. And then I would continue to go to the school and continue to spray. By the time I get home, oh my hair, my gosh, <laughs> you were probably going through a can a day. <laughs> I think I was. Anyways, so, so, so funny. you calmed down by the time I met you because I remember your hair wasn't that crazy. It was still okay. I'll send you a banquet picture where my friggin' bangs, my hair has got height because the style was just to do a French twist in the back. Yes, the French yeah, twist, the French twist, and then you would get some bangs going. So I'll, I have one. I actually have a picture. Oh my gosh, it's embarrassing. All right, anyway, send me that picture. All right, yeah, that was our rundown of surviving the 80s and i think it's time that we start plugging or asking people like hey if you like our show yeah <laughs> if you like our show because we have like and f- never asked this leave us a review right that would be appreciated subscribe whatever so, i yeah, don't know fun. whatever everybody else tells you to do <laughs> yay good job All right. bye have a great day